Hi, and welcome to What You Readin' with your hosts, Colleen Kylie and Deb Boblin. We're... <laughs> what are we, Colleen? We're a podcast about books and more books. And hopefully, we're going to find you your next great read. We are. Hi, Colleen. Here we are with another episode of What You Reading. How are you today? I'm feeling fine, Debbie. How are you? Good, 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 good. Okay, folks, today what we're going to do is we're just reviewing one book. We're going to be talking about Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And Untamed has been a, a book club favorite of many uh, different book clubs. It's a memoir, basically, um, about how Doyle, who's a popular writer and inspirational speaker, um, one day really kind of realized that she wasn't living the life that she wanted. And she looked to her inner self and she found the courage to be brave and to, and to ch radically really change her life. So that's what we're talking today. Um, I read it. I absolutely got a lot from it. It was a very strong book to me. I started recommending it to people like crazy. And Colleen, you've kind of teased me with a few little tidbits that you might not have gotten the same things out of the book as I have. So I'm really, really interested in hearing your perspectives on the book. Yeah, Deb, I'm excited to talk about it. I think the first sort of thing I was thinking about with this book, because I told you last week, I was like, I don't know. I don't like it as much as you do. Right. And, I, and it's been a journey for me. And I have a lot of opinions about it. And they've changed over the course of the book, which I think is cool. But I think, I think it comes down to expectations. I think anytime I don't like a book or I'm disappointed in a book, it's simply because it's not what I was expecting it to be. Okay. And so with this book, I was expecting a traditional memoir where it's more storytelling of a period of a person's life. And from what you told me, I was really intrigued by Doyle's life. Um, what I wasn't expecting from the book and what turned me off on occasion was the chapters that were more inspirational, you could say, but I called them preachy. I found just like whole chapters that didn't have any story to them were just her preaching her beliefs frustrating to me. Any point where there was a story from her life that maybe led into a lesson she learned, I was pretty engaged. Um, but I skimmed some chapters where it just, they felt long and um, I was turned off by the preachiness. Not to, that's repetitive of me, but that's where I started. Will you tell me some things you loved about the book? Okay, well, um, little backstory. I had read one of her other memoirs, Love Warrior. Okay, so I kind of knew her background and I knew her writing style. Um, and so I probably approached the book differently because I don't think you've read any of her other books, have you? That's correct. Okay, so she has written two prior uh, memoirs, um, Love Warrior, and then I think the other one is called Carry On Warrior. And I've not read that one. I've only read Love Warrior. So I, I again, I knew a lot of her background. Um, I just really liked, 
I, I like stories where when she tells a story and, and the lessons that she gets from it and how she makes a lot of metaphors. I've always liked that style of writing um, because it's often how I explain things. And so I understand them. I grasp it really well. Um, but I really, really admired that she, all the struggles she's been through in her life, that she just finally just really trusted her intuition her inner self, and she believed in it strongly enough to change her life. Um, you know, some, some themes of the book about reflection and freedom and really trusting your intuition and really about being brave really spoke to me personally. Um, I'm at a different stage in my life than you are. You're a young mom. You know, that beautiful daughter of yours is only a year old where I have three grown children. So I reflect back on a lot of the ways I did things and, and our family dynamics. And um, I see some of the traps that I fell in that she was brave enough to break out of. Um, I'm not saying that I would have done things differently, but I like looking back and thinking how what I did do reflects on what's going on in my life now. Um, and what I can do as I move through the rest of my life to be true to myself and to still maintain some peace, some inner peace, um, and to respect my intuition, you know, to really respect it. So does that make any sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. And I, I'll get to the stuff I like later. Okay. I'm just going to nitpick okay. right now because it's kind of fun for me. Um, what you said to the backstory. So I knew nothing about Doyle. I had not read her previous memoirs. So when I got a little tidbit of something about her life, I wanted more about that um, and not the motivational speech because I guess I'm just nosy and like people's, I think that's why I like memoirs. I'm just curious about people's disasters. Um, and so maybe those are from her previous books. And there are, there's lots of story here. Um, for me, Another thing that I found challenging was that it covered a lot of ground. I felt like she was trying to be an expert, a spiritual leader of, of many topics, like including activism, racism, feminism, parenting, um, love, marriage, relationships. And that she always, like she'd have these chapters where a friend or family member would ask for advice and she'd have these at least the way she wrote them is a like really perfect and very long response to them. And like, they never respond. They never say anything back. Like the chapter ends. And I was like, well, isn't that nice? Like your friend let you ramble for three pages and then they just walked away. <laughs> like it just felt too neat. Um, and it felt repetitive for me. So I felt like I heard a lot of like um, the moment I saw Abby and I don't think um, it doesn't spoil anything. I mean, it's pretty clear right from the beginning that she um, she leaves her marriage to a man and falls in love with a woman. And I felt like a lot of chapters started with the moment I saw Abby, I knew that woman was for me. And it sometimes I was, I was ready for the next phase. Well, then what happened? Um, but look like looking at the book as a whole, I understand it better now. Like, I get that it's not like point A to point B because that's not life. Like it's messy and there's all these interjections and 
um, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I like what you just said, that it's not point A to point B, because I will agree with you that I like some chapters, chapters way better than others, and she is preachy at points where I wasn't thinking of the word preachy, I was thinking probably more, um, I don't know, that mother tone where, you know, I know this because I'm the mom and that she is an inspirational speaker. I, I honestly think that when she wrote this book, I think she thought her audience, and I think mainly most of her audience are people who've either heard her speak or who have read her previous books and they do know her backstory. I may be wrong about that, but I think that's kind of maybe where her point of view was as far as that goes. Um, and I like that it's not from point A to point B because on those chapters I don't like, I just, I also like, I just kind of like, I don't like everything in life. So that's okay. So if I didn't like that chapter, that's okay. What's the next one going to bring? Oh, I really got something from this one. And that's what I really concentrated on, on the ones that I really got stuff from. Um, and the others, you know, it's, it reminds me like when I read The Martian, which is a book I really liked, it has nothing to do with this book, but there was so much really science googly gook stuff in it. And I'm not a science person. I would just skim over it. It's like, okay, like, I don't need to know this. It's okay. This doesn't apply to my life. And that's how I felt with her at times. Like, okay, that's not me. That's not where I am. I'm just going to go over that. And I'm going to take from this book the things that I want to take from it that really speak to me. And there was a lot that did. And that's what I really liked about it. And I just really liked that it empowers women, that it really does, that it really, it says, you know, I mean, how many times growing up in different times in my life would people would say to me, well, just smile. You look so much prettier when you smile. Well, God damn it. I don't always want to smile. I'm not always happy. Right. And why should I smile to make you happy? It, 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 you know, like, come on, let me, let me feel what I'm feeling. And that's another thing that she had said in the book at one point that I thought was really big was she said, I think someone had said to her <clears throat> about feelings, like she didn't realize she was supposed to feel all the feelings, the good ones and the bad ones. And once she realized she could feel all her feelings so much better in life. And I, I like that. I, I don't like people telling me, oh, you're not, that's not how you should feel about that. Well, I'm sorry. That is how I feel about that. And actually, I'm not sorry. Let me see how we fall into our old habits really quickly. Yeah. You, listeners, you can't see this, but Colleen and I are on Zoom and she's nodding when I said this. All right. <laughs> that, so that leads into where my shift happened. There was a moment where she's referring back to us, a talk she was giving and someone in the audience says, Glennon, I'm sorry, but like referring to Untamed, I just like your old writing better. And she said, that's very understandable. Um, in this book, I am happy and confident and self-assured. And I think it said, um, everyone loves trying to find where I wrote it down, but um, oh, it's easier for the world to love a suffering woman and I was like, right. I'm annoyed because I think she sounds too perfect and too happy here. And that's my problem, not hers. And that's where things shifted for me. And the latter half of the book, I I took some pictures of some pages that really resonated with me. Oh, yeah. I feel like it really did change. Um, 
And it's like so cheesy, but it it did cause a lot of self-reflection. Like I was annoyed with her phrase, the knowing. I felt like it sounded cheesy. And by the end, I was really like, oh, again, that's a reflection on me. That's the defensiveness of like me not willing to tap in to like my deeper self and my intuition. So it was cool. It was like, it was really fun to sort of hate this for a while and then start being like, oh, that's really great parenting advice. And um, yeah, like pointing some stuff out to other people that I liked. Well, like you said, too, coming into it with expectations. And, and that is a lot with reading books. And that's why I'm sometimes hesitant to really highly recommend things because I don't want to oversell. But I really right. do feel this book. Um, and I honestly think the audience for this book is women. Um, I don't see a lot of men reading it, but maybe that's my uh, narrow view. Maybe you as a younger person have a different lens. Maybe you're more in touch with what men might be reading as far as, as this type of book. But um, I just felt that women of all different ages at all different stages of their life, whether they're newly married, newly parents, are older or middle of a divorce or falling in love for the first, second, third, 20th time, wherever they are in their life, that they could take something from this book. They might not, you know, maybe not the whole thing, but that's okay. It's like when you go to a buffet, you don't like every single thing that's being served, but you take what you like. And that's what I really highly recommend with this book is no matter where you are in your life, there's something in this book that's probably gonna speak to you and speak to you deeply. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I would still say, I think there are some, I think for some people, for some women, like it would not work for them. Like they just won't, I don't know. I just, I don't think every, any book is for everybody. Right. That's true. So, um, but yeah, but it was, it was something, it was a journey. Oh, I also partway through reading, she just started a podcast. There's like one episode. And so I listened to it. And that humanized her a bit for me. So again, for people who, for someone who didn't know her yet, um, that was nice to be like, oh, she's a human. She actually has a lot of problems. So now I can relate again. <laughs> she has a lot of problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I also liked, you know, I've talked with other people who have read the book, is that it starts conversations. Well, yeah, look at, I mean, this right it here. starts conversations, so many. And I don't have the book in front of me, but if I did, I, I'm sure I could open it up almost randomly and read a part and go, oh yeah, what did you think of this part? And, and, and then jump off of that into a deeper conversation. And I like that. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm not a highly reflective person and I don't go deep very often. <laughs> and, and I know- funny about you, or I wouldn't, think that oh yeah it's true <laughs> I feel like you went deep here with this book that's what I liked about it because it kind oh. of made me do it or it encouraged me to do so and um I went deep and I didn't drown so that's a good thing cool cool yeah um so and you didn't drown. that's sorry I just had to pause on that one more time you like that yeah like <laughs> <laughs> you and Glennon like Metaphor. She says she, her wife talks to her in metaphor because she understands the world better that way. I understand the world better in metaphor. I do. I understand that. So, yeah. Um, so, folks, Untamed, Glennon Doyle, 
uh, obviously, like Colleen has said, not for everybody. Uh, I still highly recommend it. Um, I think, again, I'm going to repeat myself that different phases of your life, you're going to get different things out of this book. And if you only even get one nugget, it's worth it. It's worth the journey. Um, try it. Thanks, Deb. Thank you, Colleen. What are we going to talk about next? What's our next book that we're going to talk about one-on-one? -on -one? What do you think? We should, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll have to think about that. So our next podcast will be a review of books again. We'll read several books between the two of us and probably yep. our, our wrap up for May. We're already halfway through May. Yep. Right? We'll so think, we'll we can take some suggestions for our next book. That's a really good idea. Maybe some of our friends want to come on and talk about a book with us. I was going to say, I know some of our peeps, some of our happy listeners do want to come and join us and, and give us their opinions and thoughts on, so, on some of the many wonderful books out there. Um, and I also think we should do a podcast where we recommend some good summer reading, some maybe lighter things, some beach reading, Sounds a little good. romance, a little, you know. So Debbie, clearly don't, you don't understand me. You don't understand me. It's all dark all the time. With <laughs> no, your name is not Kelly Osborne. <laughs> Ooh. It is not dark all the time. Students ask me, are there any happy books? And I say, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of happy books. You're being silly. Whatever. Okay, Whatever. folks, that's it for me. Um, Colleen, you need to enjoy this day. It's so beautiful out. Happy reading, everybody. Happy reading. Bye, guys. I'm tired of this. Done. Done. Done.
I'm tired of this. 